one of the things that I value, and I know you value, a peace of mind. And these days, oh my gosh, is it hard to come by, especially when you start thinking about money and how am I going to pay the rent or the mortgage and the groceries and the gasoline bill and the heating or air conditioning bill. Help yourself out, if you, if you would, just please call um, American Financing and see if they can't help you. Um, they can help you lower your mortgage rate, if you, especially if you have fixed. They can help you with your credit cards to pay them off so you're not paying 20% interest. You're paying 5% interest, which will save you a buttload of money, and you'll be able to get out from underneath them. Um, but also, if you're worried about your credit... Please call them because they'll help you even get your credit in order so you can qualify for things. It's going to take some work, but they're there with you side by side to do it. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. What, what do you suppose the biggest story of the week was? We, you know, we got the the Trump stuff. We have the Visa Mastercard thing. I think that happened this week. Um, you've got the Russia call up. What is the biggest story of the week? We asked Bill O'Reilly, and he is always a surprising answer. We ask him in sixty seconds. Stand by. There is absolutely nothing better as the summer gives way to cooler weather than to come home to a place that feels warm and inviting. Especially, it makes your house feel like a home. You know what I mean? Especially if you have a Yankee candle and you got that holiday cinnamon thing, then it's like, oh my gosh, I'm home. Uh, Anyway, if you'd like to spruce things up uh, this fall, right now, blinds.com can help you. Whether you're buying new window treatments or replacing the ones you already have, Blinds.com is the way to go, bar none. Right now, they're running a 40% off special site-wide, which means you have access to a ton of amazing options at a much cheaper rate than normal. Uh, If you need help selecting things, you don't have an eye for these things, they have designers that are on call, and they'll work with you, and it doesn't cost you anything. No hidden fees, no misleading quotes, no showrooms or retail markups. You're going to save big time and shipping is always free blinds.com go there now saves 40 percent site-wide up to 40 percent off site-wide everything now at blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply mr bill o'reilly welcome to the program it's friday the biggest story of the week well first of all you missed me back fess up uh mm. we haven't spoken in a few weeks and you missed me mm. i know you did. sure 
Yeah. <laughs> you did. All right. So my my uh, most important story of the week is a little convoluted, and I'm usually not that way. Um, but this is something you'll hear nowhere else. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So the United States is in bad economic shape. I don't. It doesn't matter what Biden says, and I mean everybody knows. Right. So if you have stocks, your stocks are going down. If you have to buy food to live, the food bills are going up. If you're going to have to heat your house, you're going to pay a ton this winter. So everybody knows that. And the reason the U.S. economy is doing poorly is because of Joe Biden's executive orders. And the first day in office, he said, we're going to slap all of these restrictions on harvesting fuel in the United States. Bing! That lighted the fuse for inflation, and the rest, as they say, is history. Are you with me so far, Ben? Yes. I know it's been a, a long summer. Okay. <laughs> so then Biden goes to the U.N. today, uh, this week. Yeah. And he says the United States is going to spend $362 billion um, fighting climate crisis. It's no longer climate change, by the way. Right. It's now climate crisis because apparently Pakistan is underwater <laughs> and every Pakistani has been issued a snorkel. Did you right. know that? I didn't know that, but yeah. I, I mean, I could have told you it was coming, client, yeah, climate, climate denier. Crisis. So $362 billion U.S. tax dollars going to fight the climate crisis. And there he is up there, virtue signaling and, uh, you know. In sitting in front of him, right in front of him, is the delegation from India. India is not going to do a thing about the climate crisis, even though it's next door to Pakistan. Right. Even though they may have to wear snorkels soon. Yes. They're not doing it. And then north of India is China. They're not doing it. They're building more coal plants. And then north of China is Russia. They're not doing it. So there's Biden, who has destroyed the U.S. economy himself, virtue signaling to the world that the United States is going to spend all of this money, which is, of course, going to ignite inflation worse here, to fight uh, climate crisis. Yet, these three humongous countries are not going to do anything with which offsets anything the usa would do well i will tell you they are doing something they're cheering us on they want us to do it they think it's because really important. Hurts our economy exactly right right so that's the biggest story of the week because nobody has linked that together nobody but me back which is why you have me on every friday no one mm. okay all right so so that wait affects Every single person in this country directly affects everyone. I, I will tell you what is happening because of climate. Uh, I don't know if you saw the EU this week also doubled down and said, we're going to uh, increase our commitment to reducing uh, carbon and we are going to go beyond what we said we were going to do, which they haven't even met what they said they were going to do. But they're going on beyond. They are committing, especially Germany, they are committing suicide. I don't, number one, I don't believe anything they say. 
Okay, so and, and what they do, I don't care. Ironically, if Trump had been reelected, we now would be selling oh, yeah. all the fuel the EU needs and our economy would be booming off the chart. Yes. Okay, this is what drives me crazy because the American people, they don't ha- this is what I do for a living, okay? This is, I'm, I'm an analyst. I look and I've got a great staff and you, you do too, by the way, you know, good research. And we know exactly what's happening, but the folks don't know. And they can't find out now unless they listen to you or me. They just can't find out. So the analysis that I just gave you, how if Trump had been reelected, not only would our economy be booming, but everybody in Europe would be dependent on the USA. Oh, I mean, you know what kind of power that is? And therefore, China and Russia, their power would be diminished. And, and so it's all a linkage across the board. I hope I'm not being too pinheady here. No, no, you're not. But Joe Biden has no idea of this. And, and I'm not giving him a pass. I think he's a terrible president. I'll just give you one real quick here, because you used to live in New York. So yesterday, Biden wraps it up at the U.N., right? Instead of having dinner and then going to Kennedy Airport about 738 after rush hour, Biden leaves Manhattan at 545. Oh, my gosh. Nobody understands. Okay. There are only 12 exits to that island. Right, right. And Paralyzing the whole, whole thing. area, yeah. causing uh, massive delays for every human being. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about people on the border. He doesn't care about, you know, gridlock to Ohio. All he had to do was have dinner. Let Just me ask have you. a nice dinner and leave later. No. Bill, I'd, l- I'd like your analysis on what you see happening um, in November with the election. The numbers are starting to go. We're going to do a segment later on in the program. Uh, the numbers are really swinging hard uh, towards the um, uh, towards the Republicans. Um, and there are some seats that are being possibly being grabbed that they didn't think that they would be able to grab. What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, um, but I will give you a likely scenario. Okay. And again, you will hear this nowhere else but with O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com, whatever O'Reilly's doing, you guys should check it out. So the key to all this does not show up in the polling. So you can see the polls in Arizona and in, in Nevada and New Hampshire, and, and, you know, it's close in the senatorial races and on. Here's the key, Beck. If the minorities don't vote, particularly African-Americans, then there will be an unbelievable landslide for the Republicans. And my theory, and that's what it is, it's just a theory, is that black Americans are getting hurt worse by this terrible economy and inflation than the rest of the population. And they're not going to be dancing out there to vote for the Biden Democratic Party. I could be wrong, of course. But if the African-American vote is suppressed, if they don't come out the way they usually do, it's over. 
and the Democrats will lose both houses of Congress. So I had Cash Patel on uh, with me for a podcast that uh, is out now. Uh, if you're a subscriber to Blaze TV, it'll be out Saturday, wherever you get your podcast. Um, but uh, I, I asked him, I said, you know, I, I don't think that the Democrats are going to stop coming after Donald Trump. No. Until there's a until there's a perp walk. I, I mean, I really think. They he could say, I'm going to go play golf for the rest of my life. And I don't think they'd stop. No, that's all they have in New York State. You had the attorney general, Letitia James, announce a civil lawsuit against the Trump organization, Donald Trump. Everybody remembers that. Okay, it happened this week. Now, if you look at the action, two things. Number one, she is alleging bank fraud, not one bank signed on to her civil lawsuit. Not one. Why? We found out the Trump organization paid back all its loans. Mm -hmm. So there's no victim. They paid it all back. The reason that she is filing a civil lawsuit is she knows she can't get a criminal conviction. That's why the Manhattan DA wouldn't even get involved. But her buddy... Governor Kathy Hochul is in trouble here in New York. And so Letitia James is pushing this into the forefront, hoping that all the Democrats will mobilize and vote for Hochul. It's about Hochul, not Trump, because the only thing the Democrats have is we're not Trump. We hate Trump. You hate him, too. So let's vote for Democrats. That's it. So they have nothing else. Is it working in New York? We don't know. There's polling going on right now, uh, internal polling, which is stuff you don't see. Um, and I should know by early next week. But I mean, who would I mean, would it would would they elect a Republican in New York? Well, Zeldin's pretty close, according to Trafalgar, which is wow. a good poll. Wow. He's yeah. And and she won't debate, and she's got a, a scandal about COVID va- um, testing equipment to a donor. Uh, I mean, it's a she's a mess here. So it's possible again. New York State is dominated by New York City. If the minority vote doesn't come out, Zeldin will win. Wow, that would be massive. Cataclysmic is the word. It would be. All right, back with Bill O'Reilly in just a second. Uh, Let's talk about relief factor. I hear from people all the time uh, who tell me about their journey with pain. Uh, What they used to be able to do before the pain set in, how miserable they were when they couldn't do those things, and how happy they are now that they have their life back. And it's because of relief factor. Would you try this? If you, if you have pain, would you just try this for three weeks? It, it, it may not work for you. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. Why would you do that if it wasn't working? Um, so will you see if you're in that 70%? Because it worked for me and I didn't think it would. It's relief factor. 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Uh, you can do it now. 1995 three-week quick start is developed just for you at relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com, 800, the number four, relief, 10 seconds, station ID. 
Bill, your take on the Martha's Vineyard coverage this week. Okay. All right. Thank you for asking. And by the way, if you can give me two minutes at the end before you boot me off here. I got it. I got okay. it. Yep. I need two minutes of your time. So Martha's Vineyard, um, I, I have um, applied directly to Governor DeSantis for a plane ticket myself. <laughs> okay? like I want to go to Martha's Vineyard, mm-hmm. right? And I, and I want to go there, and I, I'm, I'm willing to sign a form saying that Governor Sanders can send me there at his expense. <laughs> That's number one. It's already in motion, Beck. I've already done that. Got it. Number two, this is a stunt by DeSantis, and it's pretty brilliant. It is. Because every conservative, every traditional American is applauding this because traditional conservative Americans despise sanctuary cities and this virtue signaling of these people who are causing an immense amount of pain for the United States and for the migrants themselves. I never overlooked that. The migrants themselves, to get here, suffer grievously at the hands of the cartels in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So anyway, DeSantis is, and this is, you can take this to the bank, Beck. DeSantis is watching Trump. Trump is not a lock for the nomination on the Republican side. He's ahead, and MAGA still is a formidable operation, but he's not a lock. DeSantis is not going to primary Donald Trump. No. Because DeSantis is 44 years old. Why would he do that and, and alienate all the MAGA voters when he can run four years from now? He will win re-election in Florida. Yes. DeSantis. Okay. So DeSantis is saying to himself, I need to get my name known. I need the people in Montana to know who I am. What better way than to do this? Mm-hmm. That's why he did it. So the uh, George Soros crew in Boston, these unbelievable uh, far-left lawyers, file a civil suit against DeSantis. This helps DeSantis. And then DeSantis pops up going, we have consent forms. We have consent forms from every migrant we sent to Martha's Vineyard. Love it. And the final part of this is the denizens of Martha's Vineyard itself. Have you ever been to Martha's Vineyard, Beck? Yes, I have. Okay. Not treated well at Martha's Vineyard, but it's beautiful. Uh, Were you stoned to death? Almost. Almost stoned to death. (laughs) Almost. Now, I've been there many, many times because I worked local news in Boston. Mm -hmm. And it is beautiful. It is a beautiful island with a great history. Mm -hmm. But the people who live there, generally speaking, and I have friends who have houses there, and they're good people, but most of the people are insipid. In other words, (laughs) insipid. Not the people who actually live there year-round. Because those those are okay people. Those are okay people. It's the people... people yeah. With its sweaters tied around the neck. Yes, yes, yes. You know, yes. And, and the uh, you right. know, they, J. Crew outfit, mm. and they their little pinky comes out when they drink the tea. <laughs> Those people, right? So you don't you don't want to be hanging with them. So they, of course, they don't want these migrants on their front lawn unless they're cutting the lawn, right? Right. And you know what's amazing? You could send them to Washington, D.C., and it gets some reporting. You could send them to New York City, get some reporting. 
you send them where all of those power brokers have their houses and it is the biggest story of the year. Of course. Yeah. And they, they, they know the hypocrisy is blatant. They, they're not stupid people. They know. But again, just like Joe Biden in the rush hour, they don't care. They don't, it's all about them. Okay. okay? I'm going to Go make ahead. this about you. We're two minutes out. Go ahead. Okay, two minutes. Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity comes out on Tuesday. All right, September 27th. The reason this book is out on the heels of Killing the Killers is because of COVID. We usually put out a book a year, but now we're putting in two because killers couldn't come out until this year. Now, this book, and next Friday, I hope you give me a little extra time so we can Mm -hmm. talk about it. This is about how famous people get crushed and betrayed. It's about Elvis Presley, John Lennon, and Muhammad Ali, but it's really more than that. It's about Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And if you are a famous person in America today with the Internet, social media, it is almost impossible for you not to get badly damaged. No one escapes who is famous. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested in reading it. I wish you would send me a copy of no, it. No, I dropped. I, we, ha- we charted a helicopter and dropped no, 10 copies in your backyard. No, seriously, I, I do want a copy of it if you just send me a copy. I sent you a I copy. I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, it's, anyway. Always, it's always the same thing with you. Anyway, um, but I'm interested in reading it because I saw the Elvis movie this summer, which I thought was yeah. great. But uh, you leave there really feeling bad for him. Yeah. You know, he was he was in a cage and it was a velvet cage. It was a nice cage, but it was still a cage and he had been betrayed forever. Listen, when you read this book back, if you can find the copy in your backyard, it's harrowing what happened to these three men. Okay, I'll read harrowing. I'll read it. It comes out Tuesday. It's Bill O'Reilly. Uh, Killing the Legends, the Lethal Danger of Celebrity. Uh, We'll see you next week, Bill. Thank you very much. And maybe have you on on Tuesday to talk about the book. Um, And he just hangs up on me. That guy, man. Okay, he's not coming on it. Well, first he won't send you a book, and now this. I know. know? When will this guy Mm -hmm. do what he says he's going (laughs) to do? The Glenn Back Program. You really get that joke if you happen to be watching us right now. Um, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. The cornerstone of a parallel economy is a business that understands why it's necessary to start one in the first place. Patriot Mobile is exactly that kind of business. They, they know that they can do a better job at delivering phone service to you, cell service to you, at a cheaper price, uh, and they can cut all the bull crap out. Okay, that's number one. That's the reason to start a business. I can do it better. Second one, they understand that our freedoms are under attack and that people like you and me are looking to do business with people who will fight on our side. So we're not giving it to the other side and like, okay, thank you. Uh, you just punched me in the face. Uh, great to do business with you. Patriot Mobile is a great company with great service, and they are in the fight with us. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Go there now and switch. Free activation with the offer code Beck, 972-PATRIOT. You can switch right now at 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 
Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. If you really want to understand uh, what's happening here, you've got to get out of the uh, Republican, Democrat, media kind of crap, uh, because this is what's happening here is happening all over the world, and it's getting bad uh, in other parts of the Western world in particular. Michael Malice, the anarchist uh, handbook author and host of You're Welcome, uh, is following these things, and uh, let can... I, I hate to say this because a lot of people will go, what? But trust us, at least trust me, I, I think Michael can make the Swedish elections fascinating. Hello, Michael. Hey, I, I just, I, good morning, Glenn. I'm just curious what you mean by it's getting bad. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, what do you oh, mean? Oh, well, the, uh, all of the conditions are ripe uh, for, um, uh, radicals and those radicals could be people that um, are like Nazis or they could be radicals that I would agree with that, you know, don't base everything on race, but are looking up and saying this structure just doesn't work. Oh, that's true. You're certainly speaking to a radical. And I think this country was founded by radicals. It was. Um, so, but let, let's talk with the Sweden election, because this is something when American corporate media outlets don't have a good narrative, they don't really know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. uh, so Sweden has eight parties in parliament. You had three left-wing parties. Uh, there's four right-wing parties, so to speak. And then you had the Sweden Democrats, which they call far right, but they're basically anti-immigration um, and, and kind of conservatives in a certain specific populist context. 2018, they had their election. The Sweden Democrats came in third. Uh, so it was trouble to try to get to a majority. So the center party, which is called the center party for a reason, broke with the right wing party, sided with Sweden's you know main left of center party, the Social Democrats, and gave them majority because they're like, we're going to do what we can to make sure these Sweden Democrats don't get into party into power, excuse me. And of course, all the articles in Swedish news are always talking about how the Sweden Democrats have Nazi roots. Uh, we hear that about parties here, but in Europe, there's actually some truth to it. You know, Sweden right. was occupied and there actually was kind of a, like a Nazi history there. They are the original Aryans after all. But it's really funny because the people who will tell you, like Bernie Sanders, AOC, we should be more like Sweden, they're going to stop talking about it now because they just had their most recent elections. And these Sweden Democrats, mm -hmm. these far right Sweden Democrats are now in second place and they've got 20 percent of the seats. Okay, so, so if you got the... Go ahead. So, so I want to ask you, before you move on, I want to go back to the Nazi roots, because in left and right in Europe is communist and fascist. That's yes. not the left and right here. Left and right here is authoritarian and anarchist. Um, well, and uh, and, you know, all the fascist, communist, everything are on one side. The choices go back and forth between communism, socialism and fascism. Uh, and this the Sweden Democrats do have their roots in uh, Nazis. Um, are they still that way? Are it, this 27 year old leader um, uh, that that is kind of the head of the party? Is it 
changing? Did it change? Or are they dangerous? Do you know? Well, well Jimmy Ackerson, he's 43. He's, he's been the, had the party for a long time. They denounce Nazism every chance they get. They, you know, kick people out for having Nazi roots. I'm not in a position okay. to, to, or Nazi leanings. I'm not in a position to say, yes, these guys are good or bad. Yeah, My yeah. point is, this is a stick that they will always be beat with for however long okay. this party agrees. But what the difference is, is the moderate party, which is uh, Sweden's main center-right party, basically, like our Republicans, for a long time, they're like, we, we can't work with them, we're not working with them. Well, the election came, and the Sweden Democrats came in second, and they've got 20% of the seats. Well, you've got 40% here, 40% here. You're not getting to, 20, to 50 without them. So now they're in a really tricky situation because it's either they work with the social democrats and do what Germany did, where the two establishment parties have to work together to cobble a majority, or they bring them into government or they basically you know, give them concessions on the issues. Point being, Sweden has now gone in a direction where it's kind of, in many ways, something that wasn't supposed to happen. Because you had all the press for years saying, these guys are illegitimate, you can't vote for them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Swedes said, yeah, we're going to vote for them. And now the establishment parties don't know what to do. And there's very strong parallels here to the Trump wing of the Republican Party, because 2015, 2016, everyone heard this, you can't vote for Trump, you can't vote for Trump. Every single outlet's against this. Some club in Harvard who never endorsed is endorsing Hillary, things like this. And we just saw it this week here with Glenn Youngkin endorsing Carrie Lake in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Because Carrie Lake is supposedly a loon. She uh, uh, wouldn't have validated the Arizona electors. And now Youngkin, who's kind of an establishment Republican in many ways, certainly by personality type, he went out of his way and endorsed her, and now the media is melting down because they were told to tell you that Carrie Lake is radioactive, but yet the behavior of the voters, she's in the lead, and of uh, the sitting Virginia governor has gone to the contrary. And I think this is happening all over the world yes. because the, the people know the elites, the media, the corporations, government, all of them, they have their way that they want to take the world, which would benefit them. And they're not even including us in, hey, guys, what do you think of this? No, they deny all of these things. They've lied to us and they've destroyed economies all over the, the world. And I think the uh, the people I was just over in Italy and the yeah. people over there that I talked to, I said, so what's the real problem? And they said the real problem is the elites. Yes, we yeah. all know it. And that's why these uprisings are happening all over the planet. And it it actually gives me uh, hope if nobody decides to go the Nazi direction. Right. It gives me real hope. I, I, I that's a big if <laughs> I know and that's I, it's a big concern there. It's not a concern here, in my view. And you brought up Italy. They're having their election this weekend. Georgia Maloney, who was. The far, far right last election, uh, um, Matteo Salvini's league was the far right. She's to the right of them. They've gone from 4% to 25%. Jeez. You will find infinite articles, and she, they're in the lead, they're first place now. You will find infinite articles talking about how dangerous she is, but you won't find articles really explaining why this rando party 
went from 4% to 25% and first in Italy. So this is why corporate journalism is doing this service. They're doing their role to tell you why these parties are bad. They're doing a very good job of explaining why they're getting votes. Because in, from a corporate journalist perspective, if you are putting forward honestly the perspective of these parties, that's advocacy. And their role is to make sure the electorate votes the way they're quote unquote supposed to. It's quite amazing. Um, so are we ahead of the rest of the world, Michael, or are we behind? We're always ahead. We're the best. We're America. <laughs> everyone everyone follows our lead, except for 79 and 80, with Thatcher and Reagan. That, that was Britain. We followed their lead. No, but I mean, uh, uh, the, the, the situation, my, my son was doing a paper for school last night. And uh, he was talking about energy and, you know, can we, you know, find renewable energy, blah, blah, blah. He's writing a high school paper. And, and I said, um, you know, we started talking about it. And I said, why don't you just Google European energy crisis? Yeah. And uh, he's, he's for 10 minutes, he's reading stuff. And I hear him in the other room going, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Holy cow. And then, you know, he brings it and he's like, okay, I think I understand. And I said, have you Googled Germany uh, energy yeah. crisis? And he's like that. And he comes in, he's just white. And he's like, dad, that's not good when things like this happen in Germany. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it's not. No, but it's but not. Glenn, I'll also add to a point. There is less concern in American media about people freezing to death in Europe, or at least yeah. being very cold, than there is about um, Governor DeSantis busing 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard. So the left is very insular in many ways. They don't really care about other countries other than in some yeah, vague fairy tale way we should follow their lead. But in terms of what the consequences are, they just stop playing the tape. Like Venezuela was great for a while, then they just start ignoring it. Right. And they're they're ignoring. I mean, yesterday, the the American farmers came out and said, we are going to have a bad year because the crops we're really bad this year. We didn't have the yield that we should have. So food shortages in America, not like I think they're going to be happening elsewhere in the world, but we are going to have high inflation, higher costs because there's fewer uh, goods available and people are going to go hungry and cold in this country. They may not freeze to death, uh, but we have it here and no one in the media is saying it. They're parroting. No, we're on the mend. And everybody knows that's not true. Well, it's hard for them to blame Trump for it. So that's why they're not really talking about it, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, it's very easy when you have a boogeyman and everything bad that happens as a result of, it, of him. But when you have your own guy in office and control of Congress, it's much harder to point the finger. I, I want to ask you one more, uh, one more thing, a story that I think you're, you were born to comment on. <laughs> uh, and that is, um, it comes out of San Francisco. The San Francisco Board of Supervisors approved this week a plan that would allow police to access private security cameras without a warrant. I mean, do you really need me to comment on this? <laughs> I mean, you're, I don't think it's funny at all uh, because the next step from that is being access to access your cell phone. Yeah, I know. And, uh, and your, the photos in there. I, I mean, the, the Constitution is supposed to make sure this kind of stuff doesn't happen. And there's just very little appetite in, in Washington to have any kind of constitu 
constitutional, excuse me, constitutional protections on privacy. This is extremely disturbing. Well, the one uh, uh, counter to this I would point out is Apple recently had it so that the government couldn't get into your iPhone. Uh, uh, even they couldn't do it themselves. They put a kind of lockbox and they defied the state. Uh, and my hope is, uh, I think a lot of engineers re recognize that government is a virus that has to be programmed around so that if police are going to be able to do this, they're going to have some app or some mechanism to make sure that they can't technically, even if they're able to legally, at least that is my hope. Well, but you also have people like Zuckerberg. We know now from whistleblower that they were giving information on American citizens and their customers without the government even asking they just forwarded it and said, hey, you guys might want to look into these people. I, you know, it's, it's really kind of amazing to me that people think that when the Republicans take Congress that they're going to care about this one, one iota, even though in their own self-interest, they should be the ones putting Zuckerberg on the stand and having possible criminal charges against them for things like this. And why do you think they won't? Because they have no spines, and they, they're, they're the um, Washington generals. Their job is to pretend <laughs> that the Harlem Globetrotters have opposition. And when the Democrats bring a ladder on the stage to do a slam dunk, they just sh shrug their shoulders and be like, give me more money so I can fight them having ladders on the, on the stage. <laughs> Ted Cruz was, great... you know, was like, Ted Cruz has some tweet about, like, look what the Democrats are up to now. You, were, you, you did nothing to stop them. You were right. you had the majority. You're yeah. not. You just shake your fist, raise your money, and get reelected. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think this is their last election. If they don't actually perform, uh, I I mean I don't know who's going to vote for them. I, I just don't know who's going to vote for them. And I'm tired of saying, well, they're the best of the you know of the worst. Right. Yeah. Well, can somebody else come up with something better? Because this ain't working. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Michael. Always Malice. a pleasure, Glenn. You bet. Uh, Michael Malice, you, you've got to listen to his uh, uh, his podcast. It is just an excellent, excellent podcast. And I like him because he he pushes you into really thinking deeply about things. His uh, podcast is called You're Welcome. You can find it wherever you get your podcast, michaelmalice.com. Well, today is Friday, which means it's a day that ends in Y. And uh, the days that end in Y are days that I ask you to support Mike Lindell um, because the government is is trying to collapse him. I mean, I I've never seen. Well, you know, yes, I have in history. This is what FDR did. FDR would put the screws to his political enemies like nobody's business. And I thought we learned our lesson from it. But no, we had to go through the Red Scare. Uh, and then I thought we learned our lesson. no. No, we're in another red scare. It's just not we're not afraid of communists. We're afraid of red states. Anyway, Mike Lindell, uh, he is um, he is making great products. My pillow, the uh, the the uh, sheets are unbelievable, and he's got great uh, slippers, brand new slippers, slides, and sandals. They're fantastic, and you can get them at an amazing discount as low as twenty nine ninety eight. It's an $80 value, MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK, and you'll get that special price of $29.98. They're made to be worn year-round. They are really, really great slippers. If you need an extra, yeah, I really want those slippers even more now, just remember, the, the FBI surrounded his car at a, what, a Hardee's? A Hardee's. SWAT comes grappling down. Come on. 
MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Use the promo code BECK. Receive this incredible limited time offer. It comes with a one-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. Hey, have you seen uh, what? What is that? That uh, new African slave trading movie? Oh, with a woman? Yeah, is it? Yeah, uh, you don't like know. A I woman? Maybe a... I think it's called maybe something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely like supposed to be some feminist. So uh, you know what's adventure. crazy? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is a story about white slave traders coming and they are fighting off the white white slave traders. The thing is, though, this movie. This woman that is the star, you know, the star of it, yeah. the story is based on, she didn't exist. And mm-hmm. this particular tribe would take blacks and enslave them for themselves or sell to other people. Oops. No, it's not an oops. They're just rewriting history. I mean, it's crazy. They're saying, you know, you, this uh, history books, uh, uh, you know, making the white man into this great guy. Well... Let me tell you about this tribe. What? It's called The Woman. The Woman, yeah. The Woman. The Woman King? And if you don't. Yeah, that's right. And if you don't see The Woman King, you're a racist. That's that's really, honestly, how the star of it is promoting it. Great. Yeah. Great. Can't wait to just. Can't wait to do whatever you tell me to do. Right. I just can't wait to get to theaters. I will be at the movie theater to see Woman King. Or then again, nope.